Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Show featuring Dr. Mystery, who is not here for this segment because he's a busy, busy surgeon. He's got all the children's and now he's got some grandchildren. So I wanted to bring in somebody special. But first, remember our website, armormenshealth.com, where you can submit your questions and we'll answer them anonymously. And our locations, Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin and Dripping Springs, Texas. You can reach out to us during the week at 512-238-0762. You can even ask for me. And if you're nice, I'll give you a free t-shirt. Anyway, today we have our very special guest. We talk a lot about a specific topic, sleep medicine. And today we have our sweet, sweet, sweet Miss Amy. Welcome to the show, Amy. Thank you for having me. Awesome. I wanted to talk to Amy because we, on every single segment, not every show, like not every Saturday, once maybe, it's every segment, there's four segments to our show on KLBJ, we talk about sleep medicine. And we say that we have a sleep medicine on site, we have a sleep coordinator on site. So I thought it would be a great time to bring you in to explain what you do, what the company is, how we've partnered together, how long you've been with the company, all the good stuff. So let's start with how long you've been with the company and the company name. The company name, uh, Austin Sleep Solutions, I've been with them, it'll be seven years in August. Mm. And we've been partnered with y'all for, it'll be six years in October, Oh, I think. I didn't know that. I think it'll be six years, yeah. You know so. the dates, that's awesome. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I do. I'm I'm I like to creep, you know. Right? I hear you. Well, I thought we'd talk about why we have sleep medicine in urology because it wasn't I think pretty common before. No. I think it's probably more common now. I don't know if you're in other urology offices other than ours, but tell us about the connection with urology and men's wellness and sleep health. So urology and sleep, they are so highly correlated. Um, One of the biggest things I think with sleep medicine that's such a struggle is most providers don't ask patients how they're sleeping. Mm -hmm. It's very rare that I've heard a provider um, say, you know, how are you sleeping? Are you sleeping through the night? Are you breathing through the night? It's not a common discussion, really. Right. Um, Luckily, obviously y'all do have this Mm -hmm. um, and are constantly asking about sleep. So sleep and urology are so highly correlated because of testosterone. Naturally, you produce the most testosterone at night. So if your body's not breathing and you're not getting that oxygen, then your body cannot focus on making those hormones and really, you know, resting. Mm -hmm. Um, And then of course, frequent urination at night can be so highly associated with sleep apnea because if you're not getting that oxygen, so your body just really thinks that you are waking up from from your bladder, but really mm-hmm. it is the apneas that are waking you up and kind of putting you in that fight or flight and kind of scaring you awake. Gotcha. And what is sleep apnea? So sleep apnea is when you are consistently, you stop breathing while you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, your airway is completely obstructed. And so that happens, if it happens more than five times per hour, it's considered sleep apnea. Mm-hmm. About one in five people, I think, have it now. So it's extremely common. About 15 to 30% of men, I think, have it. And about 10 to 15% of women have it. That's a lot. Um, it's a lot. 15 to 30% of men have it? Mm-hmm. That's a lot, guys. Are you listening? <laughs> there's a lot of men in urology. That's mm-hmm. just a natural. There's, of course, women that y'all treat as well. And we do sleep studies for them as well. Mm-hmm. But it's naturally tends to happen more with men. What causes sleep apnea? 
There can be a number of things. Sometimes it can be genetics. Sometimes it can be um, a large tongue. Even kids can have it because of their tonsils can block their airway. Mm -hmm. It can be really neurological. There's some apneas where it's kind of a switch in your brain that kind of turns off. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's not a one size fits all. There's nothing that I can say that that person has sleep apnea because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we've diagnosed young 18 year old fit girls Mm -hmm. uh, with sleep apnea. It really doesn't matter on the demographic. Oh, I see. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, There's a lot of different factors that can kind of go into it. Gotcha. And tell me more about, for the guys listening especially, how, I mean, I wanted to go a little deeper dive into the hormones, how sleep apnea, so if you're not sleeping well, how does that affect the hormones, especially testosterone? Yeah, testosterone. There is a study out there that says that at night, you produce the most testosterone. Mm -hmm. Naturally, just while you're sleeping, your body is just producing the most. Mm -hmm. And then if your oxygen is cut off and you're not breathing at night, Mm -hmm. then your body is so focused on getting you to breathe because it's freaking out. Right. (laughs) Saying, wake up, you need to start breathing. And it cannot focus on producing those hormones like it would naturally. So there's a big correlation with sleep apnea. If patients um, start also testosterone therapy mm-hmm. without knowing if they have sleep apnea or start treating their sleep apnea, mm-hmm. then they can, with testosterone, it's going to, um, doing the testosterone injections can mm-hmm. actually like exacerbate, but it can make the sleep apnea worse and can make it more intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's really important to find out first if they have it and then start treating it before starting testosterone therapy, which the providers are here are amazing about that, Mm -hmm. making sure that they're looking at the whole body and they're not just looking at the one specification. Mm -hmm. That's one of the most amazing things about y'all's practice is it's a whole body practice. Y'all don't just focus on oh, you, you're peeing a lot. Let's focus on that. You focus right. on the entire body because it is like a machine mm-hmm. and it's not just one part that isn't working. There's usually multiple parts and they kind of correlate. It's like the chicken and the egg when it right. comes to sleep apnea, I feel like. Yeah, and we put the whole in holistic, Amy. Yes, the whole. <laughs> the whole. Y'all um, mess with a lot of holes, holes, right? Yep, we fix holes too. <laughs> I think back in the day too, the, the myth or the stigma actually was that a patient would be tested for sleep apnea apnea they'd have to go to some strange room yes. in a clinic where they weren't comfortable and be forced to sleep naturally with some big machine connection so tell me about how minimally invasive the device is and what what happens when you send them home with one just thought i'd make that up huh? minimally invasive device that is that's absolutely is, something really. that we like to to say right the home sleep test it's a small device that you strap over the chest a little finger sensor and a little nose piece mm-hmm. and then you just take it home wear it for one night while you sleep or two, depending, mm-hmm. um, bring it back, and then we send it off to a sleep doctor actually does the interpretation. The in-lab studies, now more and more insurances are wanting to pay for the home sleep tests. They're cheaper. They are mostly just as accurate, essentially. Mm-hmm. But the in-lab studies, they put electrodes all over your face. Mm. They um, And you have to sleep like that. Yes. And most of the time, they want <laughs> you to sleep on your back as well. Oh, um, the thing about sleeping on your back the most is that's usually not the most common. I right. sleep in the fetal, fetal position, mm-hmm. you know, on I my sleep side. On my back. I sleep like a mummy. Oh, like I'm very oh. still. That's right. When I get up, I just put my sheets down. I slide out of bed. I put the sheets up and the bed's made. It's amazing. That is not my <laughs> not sleep experience sleep. at all. I 
hold a blanket like a five-year-old and like a little fetal position. <laughs> Y'all could see little cute Amy sleeping right now. You'd be so happy with this podcast. It's uh, it's transitioned from stuffed animal when I was a baby. Oh, and then, you, you know, were taking now away from Now it's mom. just a blanket. Well, it's a sarong, okay? I trade them out, you know? Not weird at all to tell everyone that. <laughs> this um, podcast went left. Either way. But the um, so insurance didn't cover it well before, and now it does for the home sleep tests. The insurance is really wanting to do home sleep tests, mm. like Medicare, the other ones. They want to do the home sleep tests first, and mm-hmm. then if they feel like it's extremely severe or it's a really complex case, which sometimes happen, mm-hmm. then we would have them do an in lab study. Mm. Um, but the great thing about the home sleep tests is majority of patients can go straight from a home sleep test to therapy. Oh, okay. Um, and what so does that mean for the patient? What does therapy mean? Therapy. There's a couple of options. So there's the typical CPAP machine that is kind of the gold standard for sleep apnea. It's the mask that goes to the nose. It's going to blow in air and kind of force that airway open. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really great for moderate, severe. Um, sometimes it could be overkill for mild. It just kind of depends on the patient. You know, mm-hmm. there's no one size fits all for therapy for sleep apnea. Right. Um, and then there's also the oral device. It's like a retainer that goes on top and bottom and what it does is it stabilizes the bottom jaw forward to mechanically open the airway Mm -hmm. gotcha my Um, husband was fitted for an oral device with y'all and it took away the snoring by about 80 percent, and it was amazing and he never uses it and i have to get upset (laughs) so there you You go to have him come in i know (laughs) um i yeah it's really the hard thing about sleep apnea is you can't just take a pill Mm-hmm. You can't just take a pill and be like, I don't have sleep apnea anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and also sometimes we think that, you know, losing weight will help sleep apnea. And it's not always the case. Mm-hmm. Sometimes naturally that's how our, our neck is made. It doesn't really matter on the weight that's being pushed on our neck. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it can be, of course. Gotcha. But there's also surgery options as well. And those are usually kind of the second line of defense. Mm-hmm. They even have this um, cool inspire device that for patients who've tried an oral oral device, they've tried a CPAP, they can't tolerate either. Mm-hmm. Um, they can actually get a little surgery where it'll pull their tongue forward at night. Oh, wow. Um, it is That's fascinating. Yeah, it is brand so, new. I hate to cut this short, but we're already out of time. But tell us the website. Yeah. The website is www com. Awesome. And then you can call us during the week if you have questions for uh, Amy or anything about sleep apnea or sleep medicine. Our phone number is 512-238-0762. Thanks, Amy. Thank you. The Armor Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at armormenshealth.com.